I have a major update for all you runners out there. Strava, the fitness app, now has a Spotify integration. Yes, you can now finally access your music and podcast playlists from inside the Strava app. This is Pulse Check. I'm Ruth Reader. The Biden administration plans to update the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act to offer stronger legal protections to people who seek or provide abortions, their doctors and loved ones. The Department of Health and Human Services Office for Civil Rights will issue a notice of proposed rulemaking that would bar healthcare providers and insurers from disclosing information to state officials for the purpose of investigating, suing, or prosecuting someone for seeking or providing a legal abortion. Once the rules are officially proposed, the agency will take public comment for 60 days before issuing a final ruling. Meanwhile, Democrats on the House Energy and Commerce Committee have asked Republican committee leaders to schedule a hearing on last week's ruling from a Texas federal judge to suspend the FDA's approval of Mifepristone, the most widely used abortion drug in the U.S. They argue the decision endangers access to abortion and the FDA's drug approval authority. Whether or when the hearing gets scheduled is at the discretion of Republicans who currently control the House of Representatives. A spokesperson for ENC chair Kathy McMorris-Rogers said the committee has received the request and will continue oversight to ensure the FDA is performing its job. The judge's decision is set to take effect later this week if a higher court does not intervene. The Justice Department has filed an appeal and asked the Fifth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals for an emergency stay while the legal arguments play out. Mifepristone has been distributed in the U.S. for more than two decades. And the White House Office of National Drug Control Policy has identified the horse sedative xylazine as an emerging threat to public health. Carmen Puan explains the range of measures that this designation requires to be implemented over the coming months. Great to be here, Ruth. Always great talking to you. So there's this new drug that's increasingly being used in opioids, fentanyl, or synthetic opioids. So I was hoping you could tell us a bit about it, what xylazine is. Basically a horse tranquilizer. It's a drug that was approved in the 70s by the FDA. It's used to sedate and to, you know, relieve pain in horses and cattle and other mainly big animals. It was never approved for use in in people. So what's been happening over the past few years is that it's being mixed with fentanyl, which in itself is a very powerful synthetic opioid, and people end up dying from it. There's been hundreds of fold increases of overdose deaths where Xylexin was involved all across the country, but the highest number, more than a thousand percent increase between 2020 and 2021 in overdose deaths where Xylexin was detected was in the South. And now we're being told that it is a public health threat. And the White House has come out and said that that Xylexine is a threat to public health, an emerging threat. So what does that mean? Exactly. It's the first time, actually, that the White House makes such a designation, calling a drug, or in this case, more like a combination of drugs, a an emerging drug threat facing the nation. So xylazine, it's a bit hard to say. It's, it's better known as Trank. So because of this increase in the number of overdose deaths involving this, this substance, and also because 
when mixed with fentanyl, it actually makes it harder or impossible to overturn an overdose. A week or so ago, the FDA approved the use of uh, Narcan without prescriptions. So that's used to help people who are overdosing on fentanyl, and it's used to save lives, basically, if you spray it into their noses. Now, Narcan doesn't work if fentanyl is mixed with xylazine, so it's making fentanyl a lot deadlier, and it's becoming a huge uh, public health threat. Also, it has, you know, if people do make it after either overdosing or being exposed without their knowledge, because that also happens to xylazine, sometimes they can have a really severe side effect. You know, some of the tissue in the human body can rot. It can lead to limb amputation. So it's, it's a horrible drug either way that should never be used by people, but that is increasingly being used, leading to this alarm, basically, that the White House sounded Wednesday. That sounds horrible and very scary. What steps is the White House taking to control the influx of xylazine or trank in, in street drugs, essentially? They're looking at many different things they want to do. They want to increase testing. You know, Rahul Gupta, the director of the National Drug Control Policy at the White House, said that testing for xylazine isn't even across the country. And even though they know it's a threat, they still don't have the full picture of you know, how much of a threat is, how much is being used, in what communities is being used. So they want to increase testing and they want to also develop a sort of like point of care test to test people who come in maybe, you know, overdosing or having problems and they want to find out if xylazine was, was involved. They want to do research because also what adds to the scary picture about this drug is that there's no antidote, as we were saying. There's nothing that you can use to reverse an overdose involving xylazine and there's no drug treatment for it. Also, Dr. Gupta I was telling reporters that withdrawal from this drug is very severe. It's very hard for people who are addicted to it to get treated and to, you know, basically overcome their addiction. They also want to find out more about the supply chain, how this drug ends up in fentanyl, where is it coming from? They suspect it's being diverted from legal manufacturers of the drug that produce it mainly for veterinary use and to make sure that they disrupt that supply, that, you know, there's not more coming in. They also want to find ways to treat people who are addicted to xylazine because right now, as I was saying, there are not many great options for it. So there's a lot of things that they want to do and they plan to publish a plan with all of this in the next 90 days. When you're talking about testing, I'm curious, I know you mentioned point of care testing has opioids in their system potentially, or maybe they're experiencing an overdose. There might be a test for those people to see like what might be in their system. I'm also curious if there are other kinds of testing they're exploring, like, you know, a conversation that happens around opioids is you know, there are these, I think, strip tests where you can test your drugs <laughs> to see if there's fentanyl in it, because fentanyl is a different concern. Is that another form of testing that they're exploring, or is it largely at the point of care? It's largely the point of care. They haven't talked about, you know, using something similar to fentanyl strips to test for xylazine. But we obviously seen, you know, an increase in a widening of using fentanyl strips to to test if, for example, a pill that you might think it's a prescription pill is actually laced with fentanyl and then potentially very dangerous for your health. But for now, they are, you know, they're mainly focusing on just increasing testing and developing this, this sort of like fast test that they can give to people at the point of care. And do we have a sense of how much these efforts to combat 
or even find out more information about xylazine, how much that will cost the administration? And does the administration have the money to sort of engage this effort? So they don't have a price tag yet. They're still developing sort of like the cost of it as part of this plan that they're going to release within 90 days. What uh, Dr. Gupta did say is that, you know, this designation of an emerging drug threat would give his office the ability to use money that the White House has requested as part of their uh, 2024 budget for emerging threats. So they have requested $11 million for that. But as we know, that, you know, hasn't been approved yet. And we know it takes a while for that to happen. So that's only money in theory that they could have at their disposal. But we don't know in the end how much money they will need and how much money they they can draw on. We do know that this emerging threat designation does allow them to ask for more funding. And it also gives them the opportunity to launch a public information campaign about TRANK, uh, you know, telling people to be more aware of it and, you know, trying to convince people to, as much as possible, obviously, you know, stay away from drugs that they don't know really where they came from. Fascinating and terrifying. Thank you so much for taking time to walk us through this issue. Thanks for having me, Ruth. And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Afra Abdullah and Annie Reese are our producers. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. Jenny Amen is the executive producer of audio at Politico. I'm Ruth Reader. Subscribe and follow Pulse Check for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting. Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening.